gorgeous and welcome to the e-commerce uncomplicated podcast the place to be if you want to see your online brand absolutely thrive i'm lisa jones e-com expert multi-million dollar brand founder and mum. i now spend my days helping women all around the world to grow their brands the e-commerce uncomplicated podcast breaks down all the aspects of running a successful business into simple actionable steps delivered in easy to follow bite-sized chunks if you're thinking of starting your own product brand or you already have a brand that's growing then you are in the right place my love let's get started this is e-commerce uncomplicated hello my loves and welcome to another episode of my podcast I'm super excited to share this topic with you today. And first of all, I want to give you a tiny little backstory as to why I'm recording this this morning. So I'm over in Canberra, which is about three hours away from where I live. I'm here to meet one of my business partners in an e-commerce brand that I now own half of. So last year I was working with this gorgeous lady called Marie and she has this e-commerce brand called Aussie Man Hands. And I was like, oh, that is such a cracking idea, selling hand cream for tradies because we have so few products made specifically for men and even more specifically for tradies. So over the last six months, Marie and I talked about, wouldn't it be great if we worked together? And well, we thought, hell, let's just do it. So I'm now a 50% owner of Aussie Man Hands and Marie lives in Canberra. Hence, I'm in Canberra this weekend because we spent the day together planning out our next five years in the business. And so I posted on socials, guys, I'm in Canberra working on five-year plan for my e-commerce brand. And I got ping, 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 ping. All of these people were like, dude, five-year plan, are you serious? Like, what's with the five-year plan? How do you do it? I need to know. And I thought, you know what? This is the perfect topic for a podcast. So I'm going to share with you guys today why I believe a five-year plan is really important and why it's not something to get exhausted by or overwhelmed at the thought of, but actually to use it as a tool to be able to make decisions today for what's going to happen in five years' time. So let's dig in. What I believe in when it comes to building an e-commerce brand is that we need to reverse engineer our success. That's a little like flipping it on its head. It's a little like planning then what it looks like now. And I believe it's really important because otherwise, my darlings, you're going to end up with an accidental business. That means that you're going to take all kinds of dogleg detours go the wrong way at the intersection kind of decisions, and you're going to end up really far away from where your intended place was meant to be. And for some of you, you might not even know what that even looks like. And so I often talk about a two-year plan because I think two years is such a lovely period of time to be able to almost see, taste, and feel. It's not that far away. I mean, five years is a long way. But the downside to two years is that if you have really big plans for your brand, like I do with Aussie Manhands, You need five years to get there because I like to work on doubling our sales every 12 months. And that is a big ask. But in order for me to be able to build the brand to the 5 million turnover I want it to be able to do, I need five years to get there if I'm doubling every year from where it is now. So five years is a beautiful time frame within which to be able to plan for success. The other thing I love about five years is that if you're in the hustle, if you're working really hard and feeling a bit weary, 
five years is doable, right? This is how I look at it. I'm going to work really hard for five years to build this brand, but then I'm going to sell it. And then beyond that, I'm hoping to do less. So I kind of feel like five years of a hustle. I can do this. Yep. This is doable. That's why I love a five-year plan. Where do you start, Lisa? I can hear you saying, let's get into it. I love to start with a little bit of a visualization in your head of where five years from now is and what it's going to look like. What does your life look like in five years from now? And what do you want to earn? What do you want to do? Where do you want to work? Who's around you? And I know from my perspective, and I believe everybody has a different version of this. So don't grab mine and assume it's your version. But I know that is a really automated business. I know that's a business that's scaling up. And I know that's a business that's attractive for investors to buy. Because Marie and I don't have a forever plan for this business. This is not something we both want to be running in 20 years from now. This is a sale. This is an exit plan, baby. And I love to reverse engineer a business and build with the end in mind. Now, I'm going to let that sink in for a second. Build with the end in mind. So build your business now with the idea of what you're going to do with it in five years from now. Now, I'm going to share with you some tips on this podcast today for what investors might be looking for in a brand because, well, this is not my first rodeo and I've sold a couple of businesses before. It's kind of unique information and I'm pretty excited to share it with you today. But I think it's really important to start with to get clear on is this brand for you a side hustle? Is it going to be your main income? Is it going to be something that you plan to build and sell? Are you planning on keeping it forever as an income and then maybe giving it to a family member? I think getting really clear on what this business is here to give you, what benefit you're going to get from it. It helps us to have a really nice relationship with our brands where we don't resent it if we have to jump out and do an email at 7 p.m. on a Sunday night. It gives us the ability to stay in love with our brand. And I think that's so important, especially when we're stuck on the mouse wheel and we're in the hustle, hustle, baby. Now, if you're building your brand to sell, this is for you. In order to be able to sell a brand, you can't be in the middle of the business. I always like to reframe this. If you got hit by a bus tomorrow, would your business continue to run? And for most of you, that's a big fat no. That's a, uh, I am the business. And if I wasn't here, the business wouldn't run. A few more sales would come through and then they would peter off and that would be it. And my darlings, I'm here to tell you that is self-employment. That is not a business. And when you're self-employed, you're pretty much doing your thing, making a little bit of money. It's all about you and what you can bring into your life. And that is not a business. That is not an online brand that is scalable or saleable. So what is saleable in a brand? I hear you saying, Lisa, how do I change this and change where I'm planning on building this brand to grow? A business that sells well, my loves, is one that is automated, systemized, operationally able to be run from anywhere. And because let's face it, if you are buying a brand, you would love to buy it and put it alongside whatever you do. And so does an investor. An investor doesn't want to have to spend three months working 60 hours a week next to you to learn how to run the brand and then have that noose around their own neck ongoingly. That isn't attractive to an investor. What is attractive is a business that has systems and processes, lean operational expenses. It's got a team. 
It's got operational excellence. It is automated. It has systems and tools that run the business so that you don't have to be in the business. And the best test and measure for this is you need to book yourself a two-week holiday, go on that holiday, and baby, don't take your laptop. If you have staff around you in your brand, then you want them to be responsible for the day-to-day running of your brand. That means putting a bit of extra effort in before you go on holidays and then not being contactable other than one hour each day where one person in your team can call you with any emergencies. And other than that, you are not sitting on the beach in Thailand with a pina colada and a laptop. That is not allowed. So that is how you build an automated business. That is your test and measure for being able to start to put processes in place in your brand that allow it to grow. I know this works because I have had many holidays to Bali in particular, because that's my, my favorite place in the world. And each time I've done that through building my brands, I've had to put more people in around me, adopt better systems, change and upbeat my accountability and reporting in my team. And that is how you do it. You take holidays and each time you fix something and make it a little bit more automated. So that is one of my favorite ways to work out. Can you sell your brand in five years? Get clear, have a holiday, build some systems. Now, it doesn't mean if you're sitting there and you're like, but Lisa, I only do you know $5,000 a month in sales. I can't spend a fortune on teams yet. The money just isn't there. What do I do? Great question, my love. Here's what I suggest. First and foremost, we need you to find your genius zone in your business. That means the things that you're really good at and then the things that you hate doing or the repetitive tasks in your business, the things that happen over and over and over again, you can hire people for just three to five hours a week in your brand. They could be mums, they could be at home with a couple of kids and they would love to have, you know, 150 bucks a week in their pocket to be able to spend some money on some little things for them and their family in return for just a little bit of their genius zone in your brand. And what that does is that frees you up from the shitty things you hate to do in your brand. And it gives you the space to be able to focus on marketing. Marketing is the most important thing you can work on in your brand. So if you're less involved in the day-to-day tasks, you can be more involved in the business building tasks. And that will take you from five grand a month to 10 grand a month, to 20 grand a month, and then you have more income to build more team around you. And remember, if you're building a side hustle, you don't need to have a whole team around you. But if your goal is to build it to sell, to build it to make money, then you must scale up your revenues. You cannot stay stuck at five or $10,000 a month. And another thing that makes an e-commerce brand really attractive is businesses that have consistent growth in sales. So your sales are doubling or at least kind of having fairly consistent month on month growth. That makes it really attractive to an investor because that means it's replicable. They can do the same and continue to grow it. Really important to have a look at those kind of things. In everything I've shared today, what's the gold nugget for you? If you were to take a moment now and think, where do I want to be in five years from now? And then what do I need to implement today in order to be able to get there in five years from now? I would love to hear what that is for you. So I would love for you to jump over to my socials. If you're not already in my beautiful group, Uncomplicated E-Commerce for Women, go on 
can't find me, jump on in, send me a DM or jump on Instagram, Lisa Jones underscore co. DM me and tell me what is your five-year plan to grow? How are you going to get there? I would love to know what you're going to do with your brand. That's it for today, my gorgeous one. I hope you have a smashing week ahead.